You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Discovery Multifamily Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Scandariato, here with Renegade Properties. And today we have a special and interesting guest here with us, uh, Jason Malibu. Um, he's uh, coming at us from L.A. in California, so uh, pretty early. We're recording this very early on the East Coast, uh, on West Coast time. Um, so uh, thank you for uh, bearing with our schedule here, Jason. And Jason has a very uh, interesting story. Um, you know, before we start, um, he's actually uh, he's a real estate investor. He's a licensed CPA. Um, he was born and raised in California, and he's a uh, he started his accounting career in 2013. Um, he began his journey as a real estate investor um, out of uh, in the Midwest and mostly the Indiana markets. Uh, so he's been doing this for. Uh, quite a while, and um, he started acquiring some larger opportunities as well. He's got a very interesting story um, with uh, uh, being diagnosed with uh, cerebral palsy. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and kind of um, the challenges he's been able to overcome, uh, which is really interesting. And uh, yeah, really excited to have you here, Jason. So um, yeah, start out with your real estate investing journey and or just you tell me where to take it from here. First of all, Anthony, I really appreciate you having me here. Uh, it's an honor to be on your platform. So my name is Jason, born and raised here in Los Angeles. I grew up with cerebral palsy, just like what Anthony mentioned. And uh, <clears throat> that's very important to know because that shows everybody that I'm just like you guys, I'm not perfect. You know, uh, growing up, I had a lot of limiting beliefs, uh, self-doubt. But despite all that, um, I I had higher ambitions, um, got into the accounting field after game ACPA. I was doing one of my clients' tax returns discovered that they have um, um, passive rental properties which enabled them to, to make a lot of passive income without them actually doing much work. You know, and, uh, when I was growing up, <clears throat> um, my dad always pushed me towards entrepreneurship. I just didn't know what kind of business I wanted to start. And when I saw my client was making a lot of money from the rental properties, I said, wow, this is a real estate game. Um, I got to be a part of it. So I started investing out in Indianapolis back in 2019. I was making a lot of mistakes because I was brand new. Um, it was scary. People were telling me that I was crazy for investing as stage. Um, people were saying that I was just asking to get taken advantage of. Um, 
by people who are more experienced in that market. Luckily for me, um, I've never lost money in real estate in 2020. I decided I want to transition to multifamily. I was looking for a multifamily deal for three years. Couldn't find anything. Um, again, a lot of, a lot of the self doubt started to come in, but kept on pushing. And now in 2023, with single family, it, it was, you know, you were doing well. It just was kind of tough to scale. Is that correct? So you wanted to. Exactly. Because in single family, I was doing the bird method, which stands for buy, repair, rent, refinance, repeat. And then what I realized was, hey, uh, this is taking me seven months. Seven months, my money is stuck in one property for seven months. We only have a limited amount of time on this planet. So God, I gotta think bigger. So so that's when I decided that um, I got transitioned to multifamily. Yeah. And so um how did you find the first larger multifamily deal? And you mentioned you're part of a, a general partnership active team. So um, how did you find that group of people uh, to help you, you know, catapult your, your goals into the next phase? Yeah, so um, so I would say that one of the biggest mistakes I made when I first started, started was trying to do everything by myself. You know, uh, I was trying to look for deals by myself and the right deals by myself, so and so forth. And and that was not working out. So what I did instead, starting in 2023, was was like, oh, I already knew a more experienced team. I've I've known Casper Champs, I've known Charles team, and I've known all the team members for over two years. So I just started to add value to their team. To their team, you know, like oh, 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 I, I'm a CPA, so I'm, so I was, so I am helping them with their financial reporting. I'm helping them with, with, with that capital wage on, on deals that they have. I'm, I'm, I'm helping with the, with the, the asset management costs, so on and so forth. So by me adding value, um, I was able to become a general partner on a 160 deal and a 236 deal very quickly. Nice. And so that the first one you, you acquired was in 2020, and then the next one was 2023, is that correct? No, no. So, so, so both of them I acquired in 2023. What I was saying was, I was starting to to look for multi-family deals in 2020. 
Got it. Okay. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so you kind of found your value where you can add as, as, as part of that team. Um, so what, what, what's the next steps for you, uh, in your business, uh, in terms of what you're looking for, for growth, or are you trying to maintain what you just started, you know, on the multifamily side, see how it goes. Like what, what's the next steps for you, Jason? So Anthony, I'm pretty sure that you are excited like how I'm excited about 2024 and 2025 because as you know, interest rates have been skyrocketing for the last few months, which is that creating a lot of fear in the market, a lot of uncertainty. Um, a lot of groups are putting their pencils down. Um, um, it's a lot of distress for current owners. So I see this as an opportunity to really wrap up our portfolio. So I'm excited for that because people always say like, oh, like, um, I wish I was investing in 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, because if I was investing back then, I'd be in a completely different uh, situation than I am now. Well, here is your second chance. You know, I think that 2024, 2025, it's going to be the biggest shift in the world that we have ever seen. So like, oh, I think that right now is the best time to be in in a real estate. In the, if you don't know much about real estate, if you don't have experience in real estate, I would suggest that you get into a mentorship program. Yeah, can you talk about that a little bit more? Yeah, so... so oh, oh. So the reason why I was able to acquire those 106 and 236 deals is because I invested in myself first. So I so I was a part of what like three different mentorship programs. Oh, two of the most um crucial mentorship programs that I was a part of was David Monroe's mentorship program, which taught me how to analyze the markets that I'm investing in. How do I know that this is a good market to be in? I mean, the next one is Cash Flow Champs' mentorship program. Um, and the that was important because I was able to get real world hands on experience with a <clears throat> with a team that has a track record in today's market because buying and selling properties in today's market. Um, most of the other mentorship programs are with gurus who have not bought a property in the last 10 years. And, uh, and, and uh, that's not very useful trying to apply strategies that they applied back in 
know, 2013, you know, that was a totally different market. So it's very important to be a part of a mentorship program for people who are active in today's market. Yeah, like you said, it was a very different market back then. And um, there's a lot of different mentorship programs out there. And it's hard to determine which one is is real or not. Um, So it uh, it looks like you did a lot of research from there. Um, Kind of talking to my audience about, you know, whether they're looking to start out um, in real estate investing. Do you recommend going the route that you went with starting with the single family and then or, you know, jumping right in what do you what do you think i'll say that you know if i was able to do it all over again i've done the same route that i did which is start off in single family or small multi-family like that's in duplexes triplexes and quads the reason for that is because you want to understand the fundamentals of real estate investing. How does how does how does the acquisition work? How does it does the due diligence work? How does the operations work? And then the selling the properties work. However where most people make a mistake at is they get too comfortable and they get stuck in the single family house space for years. I always had the mindset of, I don't want to be in single family forever. I want to do something bigger. Um, the difference is that I thought that it was going to take me 10 years before I wanted to transition to multifamily. Um, However, I quickly realized that we often underestimate our abilities and that I actually was able to transition in three years compared to 10 years. Right. So, yeah, it really um, catapults your trajectory. Uh, so you uh, you as a group and as an individual are, are essentially in acquisition mode going into 24 and 25. Uh, what would you say to whether they're active or passive investors? Like you said, there's a lot of fear out there in the market. What would you say to try to help them? I mean, you've overcome a lot of obstacles in your life, obviously, uh, as we're having this conversation. So how do you um, kind of take the fear? Uh, there is still a lot of fear in the market. We're recording this at the end of November of 2023. Um, what would you say uh, to just a normal investor looking at real estate and saying, oh, interest rates are high. I don't really know what's going on with the economy. Not sure if it's a good idea. How do you kind of overcome those, um, you know, beliefs that maybe are set in stone and then, you know, coming out of an economic cycle that could completely change uh, just like that. It just might, you know, it just might take some time. So what, what would you say to those investors? I would say that. First of all, real estate it it runs in cycles, right? So 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 people often forget that back in two thousand eight, nine, ten, the market was probably worse than it is now. And uh and I imagine 
where you would be if you bought properties back then. Now you were able to ride the cycle up. Number two is is that since there is a lot of uncertainty in the market right now, um, <clears throat> it's even more important to have conservative underwriting. For example, um, we can have anywhere between six to 12 months of operating reserves. Make sure that you pad up your cap X. Um, make sure that you are not, you know, using performa for your rent protection, for your recaps. Um, um, regardless of what market you are in, except for here in Los Angeles and New York, you should not be using anything less than a six cap. Again, that's why it's important for you to really know your market, know all the brokers, know all the owners, so that you have a good understanding about what cap rate should be right now. You know, the, the, um, the most important thing is it's, um, um, <clears throat> Is that it doesn't matter if you're a passive investor or an active investor. Um, make sure that you are investing or doing business with a with a reputable team. Um, people who who know what they are doing because because um it doesn't matter how great the deal is um if you are working with people who are not trustworthy, then, then, then uh, it's pointless for you to be investing in a real estate deal. No, I agree. It comes down, you made the best deal in the world, but if there's a partnership dispute or, you know, there maybe there's a disagreement between certain roles as part of your teams, it could completely, you know, it doesn't happen like this, like, you know, in terms of a vertical line going downhill, but it slowly, slowly goes. Um, so it's definitely some words of wisdom. Um, as we wind down our podcast today, Jason, as we're, as we're coming up on some time, um, where can my audience find you, learn more about you and connect with you? Yeah, so so uh, you can go to my personal website, which is at www.com. Jason J A S O N Malabute M A L A B U T dot com, or uh, you could go to our team website with the cash dot com. You could check out our portfolio there and our track record there. Um, and then also uh, you can find me on all social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Just type in that Jason Malabute. Well, Jason, I will put a link to your website as well as some of the other um, social media links that you reference in our iTunes description and on our social media as well. So for our audience, uh, definitely reach out to Jason uh, if you're looking to connect with him and learn more about him and what he's up to. So I want to thank you again for waking up bright and early on the West Coast to join our show today and uh, look forward to keeping in touch and following what you're doing.
Definitely. Thank you again for having me. Thank you.